with Feel Good Music by Day, relaxing music by night. This is Inspire Radio. Be happy, be inspired. Everything begins with an idea. But how do you turn the idea into a brand? Brand to Markets Pick and Mix Brand and Marketer Solutions provide the services you need to help your business thrive at a cost that won't break the bank. For more information, visit brandtomarket.uk or call 07507 786 590. That's brandtomarket.uk or call 07507 786 Turn your idea into a brand with Brand to Market. This is Inspire Radio. Good afternoon. It's Abby Booth from Stories with Clothes. I'm an uplifting personal stylist. I look after men and women and I specialise in body shape, confidence and colour. So you may have heard some of my other shows. I'm normally on every third Tuesday, just after midday on Joe's show. And today I wanted to kind of go over some of the things I've discussed in some of my previous shows as it's the end of the year. I'm not going to talk about Christmas, um, not because I don't love it, but just because I want to share some really useful tools and tips with you moving into um, the deepest, darkest depths of winter. And so I want to help you rediscover your wardrobe. So this year has been a challenge, to say the least. So I wanted to go over how to rediscover items in your wardrobe, outfit planning, how it can really help you. We're going to look briefly at colour again. Uh, I have got a full colour show. If you look back on the podcast, you'll be able to find that. It's called The Power of Colour. So if you are interested in trying some different colours, do have a look at that. It's really, really interesting. I talk a lot about the science of colour. But for today's episode, we'll just be revisiting some colour tips and tools. We're going to talk a bit about elevating your look with accessories, especially if we're spending a lot of time on Zoom, which many of us are how to dress successfully for Zoom, and also how to say goodbye to pieces no longer working for you, as well as some of my top tips and guides as we go through today's show. So really, it's all about maximising what you already own um, and what better way for doing that than at this time of year, when maybe we're a bit kind of down in the dumps, sick of 2020, perhaps wanting to hold on to our money and decide for next year, perhaps waiting for the new season in spring before we buy new clothes. So this will really give you a bit of a boost and an elevation in kind of really looking at what's already in your wardrobe. So it's a bit like going shopping, but without spending any money. Brilliant. Right, let's make a start. So the first thing that I want to discuss with you today is having a good old wardrobe sort out. A wardrobe edit or a wardrobe refresh is actually one of my best-selling services, both face-to-face prior to lockdown, and now it's transferred really well to online. Uh, I do a lot of these. I work with both men and women, and often I come across people saying things like, I've got so many clothes, but nothing to wear, or I can't see the wood for the trees, or I don't really know where to start in getting rid of things. So I'm going to give you some tools and tips today in refining and editing your wardrobe. Now, some people get a bit worried at this stage because they think that I'm going to just clear out everything and they'll literally have nothing left to wear. And that really isn't the case. It really is 
editing and refining. So there may be some pieces that we say goodbye to, and I'll come on to that later because some people can find that very difficult. We are often quite emotionally attached to our clothes, uh, and for good reason. They can help us feel amazing and feel more self-confident, like we've got purpose and direction. So they are really important. No wonder we are emotionally attached to them. Sometimes we do need to say goodbye to things to kind of have a bit of a clear out and a cleanse. It's actually so much better for creating outfits when our wardrobe is a bit cleaner and more refined. When it's absolutely jammed and packed to the rafters, it's actually really difficult to see the wood for the trees. It's so jammed in, you just miss things. Items have probably fallen off the hanger, dropped onto the floor, got crumpled up or creased. So you can't actually see everything that you've got. So having a good sort out will help you with this. And I absolutely guarantee that when you have a sort out, you'll discover things that you had simply forgotten about or things that you're, you kind of want to explore again and experiment with. So that's why it's so great because you'll discover lots of new outfits that you've just forgotten about or actually never put together. So it's really great value in doing this. So how do we start? So I've talked about this before in one of my shows. So if you want to listen to the whole thing about editing a wardrobe, you can, again, listen back to the podcast. But for today, I want to share some really brief tools and tips with you to kind of get you started on refining and saying goodbye to certain things. So when we're looking at doing a wardrobe edit, there's kind of three areas that we're working on. The first one is the nose. Now, these are the things actually you just can't wait to get rid of. They don't fit anymore or it's seen better days. Be realistic about this. Actually really look at your items. So if it's looking a bit tired and it isn't something that you can repair, then maybe it's time to say goodbye to it. Be really objective about it. Look at it from an outsider's point of view because sometimes when you're in it and surrounded by it all the time, you don't often always notice the details anymore. So be honest and be realistic with yourself. If it has seen better days and you can't repair it, maybe it's time to say goodbye. It's done you proud. It's worked hard for you, but actually it's no longer serving its purpose. So let's pop it in the no pile. Now, the maybe pile is probably the one that's a bit more challenging for everybody. These are the pieces that you're not quite sure about. You know, these are the pieces that you may question. Does it suit me? Why don't I wear it? I loved it when I first bought it. I saw it on my friend, so I got it. I've never felt it suited me. I don't really know how to wear it. It's all those sort of questions. So that is the maybe pile. So keep that to one side. The no's, they just go. Don't spend any more time on those. Once you've said no, it's no and it's gone. Okay, then we're going to move on to the yeses. Now, these are the items that you absolutely love. So there is the classic 80-20. So in a wardrobe, we actually end up wearing about 20% of the items the most. These are the pieces that you wash and wear. So you you wear them, you wash them, you wear them. So this is what we want to make most of your wardrobe. So we actually want to switch this 80-20. So we want to get it to 60-40, 50-50, and then 80-20 the other way that we're actually wearing 80% of it and perhaps the 20% seasonal items. So we want to switch this round to get more of these yes pieces. But for now, these are the pieces that you feel fabulous in. These are the pieces that if you're having a bit of a down day or a day where you really need to feel empowered and uber confident, these are the pieces that you reach for. So those are your yeses. So this is what we want to make more of your wardrobe. We want more of those yeses. So then what you're going to do is work through the maybes. And again, be objective. Come back to it as if from an outsider's point of view. So you really want to look at those. Can they be repaired? 
So if they can, or you can send them to a tailor or don't forget your dry cleaners, because they can often do very simple adjustments very, very affordably. So look at those. Can they be can they be restored, repaired? Can you wear them in a different way? Have a real exploration of those maybes. Some of those maybes are going to go into the no pile. And once you've decided, again, put them to the side, they are a no, get rid of them. So if they elevate from the maybe to the yes, great. You've probably got a few more pieces that you weren't quite sure of. With the maybe pile, this is an area that as a personal stylist, I would spend the most time on because I really want to explore why there are maybe. And then we eliminate some into the no's and then some we elevate into the yeses. And perhaps some of them may go and get repaired or adjusted and see if they can then go obviously into the into the yes pile. So that's the area of my expertise, really kind of working through those pieces and seeing if I can bring them back into someone's wardrobe and create lots of new outfits. So ideally what we want to do is be creating new outfits from the maybes mixing in with the 20% of those yeses that we find. So here are some other tips about what you can do once you have refined your wardrobe and you've sort of cleared out those, those no's. So I want you to go through the no's um, and see if you can resell some of them. There'll be some pieces in there that are really good quality, perhaps they're good brands um, and that they can resell. There's so many options about reselling. There are lots of um, selling apps where if you can't be bothered to list them yourself or you haven't got the time or you don't really know how to do it or you've tried it before and not got very good money. There's lots of really good um, businesses out there that actually do that for you. You just send them off to them. Um, and I'm going to write a blog about this. So I'll be able to share some more some more details with you about where to try and what to do because there are certain brands and apps that suit certain brands. So there, there's one that suits designer brands, for example. Please, whatever you do, make sure and take responsibility that none of the no's end up in landfill. So really take responsibility for that. We cannot just simply wash our hands of something and say, well, I don't want it anymore. It's not it's not actually not my problem now. It's all of our problem. So please take responsibility of where that goes. Make sure that it's not going up in landfill. Dispose of it responsibly. Don't just chuck it in the bin, please. If you want to look at kind of making everything look really streamlined in your wardrobe, then do consider matching hangers. I know it sounds a bit funny, but velvet hangers really help things hang properly, especially if you've got delicate fabrics like silk. So you can hang everything on one style of hanger. It also means everything is on the same height. So it's much, much easier to see things clearly and to build outfits from this. Experiment with the layout of your wardrobe and other storage areas. Have a look if you can rehang in um, different seasons. So if you've got a storage space, perhaps you can pop away your summer things so you're not sort of getting confused with those. Um, bear in mind that there will be some summer things that you can bring over into autumn, winter, like some of your maxi dresses. You can perhaps pop a knit over the top um, and same thing for sort of summer style trousers, excuse me, that you maybe can add some tights under or layer with some long johns if you're a male. So there, there may be some summer things that you can bring into your autumn winter wardrobe. But for some of those pieces um, that are really simply too summery, you can pack those away so that you, we've got not got too much hanging in the wardrobe space. And really try and allow some time to dedicate to your wardrobe. It's worth the investment. When you have a sort out and a clear out, it may take a couple of hours, but actually once you've done it, it makes... You know, making outfits and sorting out your day-to-day outfits a lot, lot simpler. So it really is worth spending the time on that. Okay, so we've sorted out the wardrobe, we've had a clear out, we've refined it, we've edited it, we've 
responsibly given away the items we no longer want. Um, perhaps you've swapped some of the items with friends or family. That's another really lovely way to have a clear out. Um, now I want to share with you some top tips for dressing successfully on Zoom. So I know many of us have been doing this for a while now, but I thought this would be quite useful for anyone that's got a bit sick of wearing the same clothes or that feels like they're not quite dressing to how they would normally do if they were meeting people face to face. And I know a lot of my friends have messaged me and said, oh, I'm just not feeling myself. I'm not feeling smart enough, but I feel a bit silly turning up to a Zoom wearing a blazer. So I'm going to talk through some of my tips that I discuss with my clients. Now, there's lots of areas of working on Zoom, whether you're running workshops, attending them or working with colleagues. So it's your outfit. We can talk about colours, top to toe dressing I'm going to talk to you about, lighting, space and your position, comfort, major factor, especially if you're on there for hours at a time, feeling organised and breathing and preparation. Now, this kind of sounds a bit strange for a stylist to be talking about all these things, but believe me, it's so important. About 95% of the work I'm doing is online at the moment. And these are all areas that I actually use for myself. So I'm happy to share these with you and they do genuinely work. Okay, so colour, let's talk about colour first. Now you all know I'm really passionate about colour. So wearing the right colours for your skin tone uplifts and evens your skin tone. It will illuminate your eyes so people actually look at your eyes when you're talking. And that's actually really important for Zoom because you're obviously only seen from the kind of, you know, chest upwards. So you really want people to focus on your eyes, especially if you are running a workshop. Wearing the right colours can help reduce grey lines and wrinkles, can directly impact our mood, and it actually positively affects our interactions with others. So it can be uber, uber important. So that I've done lots of things on colour. So if you want to know any more, you can always jump over to my website, which is www.storieswithclothes.com um, and have a look on there. You'll see it's actually a riot of colour. At the moment, you can't see... Um, but I've actually got purple hair at the moment and I'm loving it. I did it in the summer and I just felt like revisiting it again for, for Christmas. So I've got purple hair at the moment. So we do love wearing black as a nation, um, probably the world over. It's a colour that's readily available. It's very smart. It's quite safe. Nothing wrong with black, but sometimes we can do a lot better. Black can be quite a closed off colour. It is very professional. It's quite formal as well. So, you know, it can be a colour that doesn't um, encourage other people to want to talk to us when we're wearing top to toe black. So let's talk through the meaning of some other colours. So red, red's my favourite colour, by the way, if you didn't know already. So red really denotes direction, power and energy. It's such a fabulous colour to wear if you are feeling um, a bit down in the dumps or a bit lacklustre. Perhaps you've kind of felt like your energy is a bit zapped at the moment. If I feel like that, I automatically really, you know, reach for the red because it really will just give me that brilliant boost of energy. Then we've got yellow, lovely sunny yellow. It kind of does what it says on the tin. It's self-belief, joy, optimism, confidence. I guarantee if you're wearing yellow, people will be drawn to you. They will just, you know, it will, it will make them smile and it will make them want to come and talk to you. So if you don't want to be talked to, perhaps don't wear yellow. So blue, the world's favourite colour really represents trust, professionalism and calm. So often in rooms in people's homes, if they're blue, there'll be very calm spaces. Um, it's interesting, actually, because my lounge is blue and that's where we go to relax and calm. So it's, it's very interesting, the psychology of colour. Then we've got lovely green, another one of my favourite colours. 
hope, harmony and balance. How beautiful is that? It's a really great colour to wear if you are speaking and, and you want people to feel really comfortable um, and confident in your space. It's a lovely colour to wear. Um, and will always, you know, it, it does help you just feel that lovely calming sense. So blues and greens work beautifully together for that real calming vibe. And then black, we've talked briefly about black. Power, sophistication and formality. Obviously, it's a colour associated with grieving as well. Um, now, that's not to say it's all bad. You can use uh, black to kind of make ourselves look a bit older. Uh, if we don't want to look older, maybe we don't want to wear so much black. But some people do. They want to appear a little bit older than they are, perhaps if they've got a youthful complexion. Lucky them, I say. Um, but you'll see some actors and actresses start wearing black more on the red carpet and things when they want to be perhaps taken more seriously or they're moving into directing and they want that sort of formality. Then we move on to lovely pink. I've seen so many gorgeous pinks around this year. Normally, like I say, I'm drawn to red. Um, but I've really, really been quite attracted by pink this this season. Um, and pink denotes romance, compassion and sensitivity. How lovely is that? There are so many pinks out there, pale pinks, magenta pinks, dark pinks. Um, and there is really is a pink for, for everybody. And it is such a happy, joyful colour. Whites and creams. If you imagine the, the dove, the peace dove, that's kind of what it represents. Purity, calm and peace. How lovely. So you can use white and cream to temper and calm other brighter, bolder colours. So for example, if you were wearing a red top and then you popped a cream blazer over the top, the cream just kind of calms down the red and the power and the direction of the red. So it creates a different message. So it really, really is so powerful. Um, and then last but not least, we have gorgeous orange sociability, energising and confidence. And again, that is a colour that people will just be drawn to you when you wear it. So yeah, if you if you want to kind of disappear into the background, don't wear orange. But, um, you know, if you do want to be noticed and you do want to engage with people, perhaps it's um, a Zoom social for work or with friends, then orange is a really, really lovely colour to wear for something like that. So there's a little bit of ref a refresher about colours for you. Um, let's talk about accessories. So accessories really can take a look from average to stunning really, really easily. So we can look at neck scarves, head scarves, earrings, um, necklaces, obviously, bright coloured necklaces. So perhaps this is a really good tool, actually, if you're exploring colour and you don't want to go the whole hog and wear perhaps a red dress or... Um, a bright orange dress or a bright orange top, then you can really explore with accessories to kind of see how you feel about those colours, see how people respond to you. And, you know, if you get more confidence wearing colour, you may then progress on to looking at tops and dresses um, in those colours. Um, shoes and bags. I'd love to say we're all wearing shoes and bags, but on a Zoom call, we're probably not. Um, but it's still, it's still worth considering. I actually, I mean, I've talked a bit, bit about it at the beginning, um, when I talk to top-to-toe dressing, whenever I'm running a workshop or I'm doing anything online, I always wear my shoes. I just don't feel quite dressed without them. And I'm a real shoe girl, much more than a bad girl. So I do actually talk to my clients about getting kind of fully dressed. I know there's a lot of waist-up dressing. Um, but actually, if you've got to get up for whatever reason or you forget to turn your camera off or you need to move around if you're presenting, then, you know, it would be awful to kind of share your pants with everybody um i mean maybe you want to do that but probably most of us don't and i just feel that when you dress top to toe it makes you feel quite different it makes you feel ready to face the day 
Um, and as someone who loves shoes, if I don't wear them, then I'm not going out that much at the moment. I'd feel quite sad. So for me, it just makes me feel kind of really polished and, and finished and ready to face my day. So I want to talk to you now about outfit preparation. So I'm a major fan of outfit planning. Um, this applies to men and women. I feel it's really useful to have an outfit ready in the morning. Um, you know, even if less of us are travelling to work and don't have such long days at either end if we're not doing the commute. I just feel it helps us feel organised, polished, well put together um, and helps your mornings kind of just run a bit smoother. So again, we can look at colour, accessories, prints, fabrics. You don't want to get hot or too cold on a call, especially if you're sat there for a long time. Um, if you're a woman, or maybe if you're a man as well, you want to look at makeup, um, lighting, hair, and again, what we talked about earlier, that top-to-toe dressing. Um, really, really important. And then space, another area. I mean, some of us are sharing space. Some of the time when I'm at home, I'm in the kitchen because it's actually the warmest room in my house. Um, I do have a little studio space upstairs, but I often get quite cold. Um, but I always consider the position and the backdrop, um, obviously the lighting. It's really good if you've got natural lighting, if you can. So if you can put your laptop or your screen by a window so that you're getting that natural light bouncing in, it helps kind of everybody, guests or your colleagues or friends or whoever it is on Zoom, it helps them see you, see you clearly. Um, and natural light always helps our, our skin. And obviously you can use ring lights or you know, pop a lampshade behind it to give you some uh, boost for lighting. But actually, natural light's always best. So think about your backdrop. You know, if there's messy space behind you, you perhaps don't want your colleagues to see your home. If you're a private person or your house is just a tip or you're working in a bit of a strange space at the end of a hall or whatever, you can use something like a room divider just to break up that space. Um, and it doesn't actually matter what's going on behind that. Um, you've just got that clear, nice backdrop. Comfort, make sure your chair's comfortable and that you're comfortable. Are you warm enough? For example, when you sat there for a really long time, it's quite easy to get cold unless you've got your heating blasting out all day. So think of that, think of layers, something that you can take on and off easy, easily if you do get cold or you do get hot. Get yourself organised, get your notebook, get a drink handy, get everything you need, all your props that you need for, for your call. Um, it's all about preparation because when you're organised, you just feel able to hand handle any situation much much easier without that panic or that fear of kind of feeling a bit chaotic so yeah get prepared spend a bit of time planning out um, and working out your space and what you're talking about so let's talk about your outfit um, do it the night before plan it out the night before I sometimes have been known to plan outfits for a week or more ahead um, I actually love doing this. It's one of my favourite parts of the day. So think about where you're going, what you're doing. For many of us, we're at home. Uh, it doesn't matter. We're still working or we, and we still want to feel good and feel confident and be able to deliver our message. Think about the story you want to tell. So who are you talking to? Think about that section we talked about on colours. What's the story you're telling? What are people going to think and respond to you? How do you want them to think and respond to you? Select your accessories and your shoes if necessary. Hang it up or lay it out ready for the morning. Um, enjoy the process and have fun with it. When you really delve in and explore your wardrobe, you do start to discover more things than you thought you owned. And you'll also find new outfits and different ways of wearing things that you've already owned. Perhaps they've fallen off the hanger. Uh, perhaps you'd forgotten about them or you can kind of re-wear it in different ways by layering. So why does outfit planning help? Well, for me, it helps my mornings. 
Um, I just feel more organised when I know that outfit's there. I don't even have to think about it in the morning. You know, I just get up, have my breakfast, have a shower, get dressed, go, ready to kind of fight the day. Um, it does get you to explore your wardrobe, like I've just said, and it helps you to feel more organised. So, you know, all good stuff, you know, feeling organised, well put together, um, just kind of helps our day run smoother. So that brings the end of my gorgeous show today i really hope you've enjoyed it it's given you some good tools and tips and acted as a bit of a refresher on some of the subjects i've discussed in more depth um, throughout this year if you do want to listen to any of the shows again like i say do hop on over to the podcast and have a listen to those and if you want to find out any more jump onto my website storieswithclothes.com i do offer a free body shape guide if anyone is interested in that then you can just fill in your details and you'll get sent one out for free and don't forget i am offering gorgeous gift vouchers which come beautifully boxed and wrapped up and i've got two different styles for men and for women so everyone in your life can share the gift of style so more from me soon in the new year and in between times have a truly wonderful christmas and a very happy new year i'll see you in 2021 thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast maybe you would like to join us as a guest on inspire radio maybe you'd like to feature on our inspire radio directory If you would and you'd like to get in touch, then simply enter your details on the contact page at inspireradio.co.uk. Remember to give our Facebook page a like as well, at Inspire Radio UK. And once again, thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast from Inspire Radio. And have the best day you possibly can. Be happy, be inspired. The Inspire Radio podcast is produced and presented by the team at Inspire Radio. Copyright applies. For more information about Inspire Radio, visit inspireradio.co.uk or if you'd like to download our free app for the Android phone, just go to your Google Play Store and search for Inspire Radio. Inspire Radio.